welcome to the Moxie Brand Academy podcast, the podcast for busy business owners who want to grow their brand with limited time. Weekly bite-sized episodes will help you market your brand like an expert. I'm your host, Claire Coupland, online growth mentor and lover of all things technical. Each week we'll chat about marketing, websites, Pinterest, and so much more. So let's get into it. this week's episode, I thought I would add to the one I recorded last week and talk more in depth about creating a system for sustainable growth. I thought we could go into some of the real details and kind of share what I know about creating sustainable growth. So grab your favourite drink and let's get into it. So as I said last week, growth is about solving problems, finding what's working and trying to find those solutions to the problems It's about using the data to keep doing what's working, but to find opportunities for growth. So where are you finding that people are interested? How can you then use that interest and take it further and create more content that helps people to stay interested? You need to pick your growth methods. So you need to ask yourself, what do I sell? Is it product or service? What do my ideal audience look like? If I was buying my product, what would I expect? And is my website fit for purpose? And then think about how your growth methods fit in with the answers to those questions. So what is my audience like? Well, if they're a certain type of audience, they might be on TikTok, they might be on Instagram, they might be on Pinterest, they might be on Clubhouse, they might be you know, anywhere depending on who they are. So it's really important to know where your customer is before you just start randomly marketing on Instagram because we all know Instagram's great, but if your customer's not there, then you're kind of shouting into a space where nobody's really listening. So it's important to know where your customer is. Next, you need to be thinking about what are you using? So what platforms are you already using or what are you thinking about using if you're a new business? What's working? What could you try? What's your budget in terms of time and money? So sometimes we are happy to do it ourselves at the beginning. So we need to think about what time we're willing to spend on it because if you give too much time to it and you're not actually spending time on the money-making activities in your business, then your business might not be sustainable generally because if you can't pay your bills, if you can't pay your salary, then that's not a sustainable business. Now, I'm not saying that that needs to be perfect in the first year because, you know, we know that businesses don't always make lots of profit in the first year, maybe even the first two or three years. And it's about kind of creating a system that is sustainable going forward. I would also ask what your competitors doing. Now, I'm not saying go and copy them because we don't do that. But what are they doing? Who are they talking to? What kind of tactics? are they using who and what platforms are they on kind of start thinking about them like that but also not just competitors but what about people who are doing similar things but in different niches what are they doing what platforms are they on how are they marketing their business because actually you can find that if you're a jewelry business and your colleague friend or whatever you want to call them is a stationary business 
they might have a really similar customer because your aesthetic similar and your target age range is similar. So looking at them for influence might be really helpful because you're not stealing their customer. What you're doing is you're sharing their customer because you're not directly competing with them. So that can be really helpful. And for that, you might even consider getting in touch with them and saying, oh, do you want to do a collaboration? Because your and my work is really similar, but completely different. And our customers are similar and they might really like a collaboration from two of us. And I know people who've done that and found it really valuable in lots of ways. So that might be worth thinking about. So my next tip is going to be make a plan. So make a plan down to the absolute nitty gritty. How many posts are you gonna do on Instagram a week? How many stories do you want to do? How many pins will you pin a week? What is your email marketing gonna look like? How are you gonna generate new people onto your list? How are you going to uh, write your letters? What are they gonna be about? And this is where having a content plan is really helpful because what you can do is decide on your pillar content. So hopefully you have those worked out, you know what your categories are, and you can start thinking about, right, over the next 12 weeks, I'm gonna write this many blog posts and these are gonna be the topics. From those blog posts, I'm going to reuse. So really good way to cut the work down is to reuse some of the content in Instagram captions or on my Pinterest pins and really look at how you can make it super streamlined, super easy by having that content plan in place. And then the next thing to do would be to set goals for your numbers. So once you've got your plan in place and you know what you're going to be doing, start thinking about where you'd like to be next month, where you'd like to be in three months, where you'd like to be in six, where you'd like to be in 12. And yes, this can kind of gamify um, the tactics of growth, but actually it also gives you something to head towards, it gives you something to focus on, and we often make more progress with things when we have a number in mind or when we have a kind of set desire in mind than if we blindly just want to grow. I think that having ideas for how many people you'd like to be signed up to your mailing list by the end of the year, I think having ideas on um, what your engagement rate is, is very healthy. Sometimes I think followers and sort of making that into a target can be unhealthy because it leads to the need for that kind of growth that doesn't feel as uh, organic maybe or as um, calm. But I still think it's important to have those numbers in mind and to be thinking about how you can then make it happen. Uh, other things you can think about conversion rates. So conversion rates are things like pins. So how many people are clicking through? What kind of um, engagement rate are you having over there? We all know monthly views is not really a metric to be uh, concerned with. Um, you could be thinking about conversion rates for ads. If you're running ads, what do you want that to be, etc. So thinking about healthy ways to set goals around numbers for your business is a really great way to incentivize growth. So designing a system for growth is all about adding in reflection. And we talked about this last week, but reflecting on where you're at and where you want to get to and finding that gap is the opportunity for growth. So that's where you find that growth, right in that gap in the middle. So I would be using data frequently. I would be thinking about having some kind of data tracking spreadsheet. I would be um, recording that data and analysing that data and seeing where the growth's happening and focusing my attention on the bits that are growing more. You know, you could have a kind of split of I'm going to do 20% Instagram, 20% this, 20% that 
30% this, etc. And then when you look at the data, you can readjust those and do that as a time. So say you're going to cost out 15 hours of marketing time in your month and you're going to break that down in percentages depending on how well those areas are doing, then you can then start adjusting how much time you're spending on each platform based on how much value it's adding to your general growth. And that's a way to kind of take the um, kind of personal side of it out as well so you can kind of distance yourself from it being about you if you're kind of making it into something a big company would do which is to strategize how much time is spent and what is done on those platforms so it might be a really nice way to make it a bit more uh, pleasant let's say to work with and then you're going to do the reflecting doing iterating reflecting iterating doing cycle and that is how you get sustainable growth you know we talked about consistency in the last episode and that's really important but doing a sustainable cycle every month of take the numbers in review them iterate what your strategy is do it again you know do more review it again iterate it do it every time you're doing that you are being consistent so you kind of don't need to worry about consistency if you have a set process in place you know set aside the first or last day of the month and do the numbers and and create a strategy for the month i think it's important to keep moving forward with the strategy because you can't keep getting the same results by doing the same thing all the time it's just it's not really possible you do need to change things especially when you're working with things like instagram and pinterest where the algorithms and the kind of systems change so much you can't just be like oh well i'm pinning uh seven pins i've always done that and it's been all right but it's not working anymore well it's not working anymore so you need to change the strategy um so yeah that is how i would create a system for sustainable growth in a business So the takeaway this week is that growth is about solving problems, which we know from last week's episode, that you have to pick your growth methods and you can't do them all. You have to pick them and you need to ask yourself those questions that we talked about, that you need to make a plan and then you need to set goals for the numbers you want to achieve. So you've got something to work towards and then you need to go through a process of reflection and iterating and doing and onward and that will give you consistency. So I hope you found that useful. If you want to chat some more, my details are in the show notes. I'm here to help. Thank you so much for listening to the Moxie Brand Academy podcast. If you want more, head over to moxieva.co.uk forward slash blog, where you'll find guides and downloads. And if you want to continue the conversation, head over to at moxieva on Instagram. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to get episodes in your feed every week. And can I ask you to leave a review as it really helps the Moxie Brand Academy podcast get found by other listeners. Thank you again. And I'll be back next week.